to give res show respect to the audience and respect your own business. It was a way to protect it. It's Ladies and gentlemen, heels and faces, casual wrestling fans, and all you smart marks, I'm Kayfabe AJ. And I'm Kayfabe Focus. And I'm E.A. And this is Kayfabe Avenue. And tonight we're bringing you um, AEW's Dynamite Wrap Up. So we're 24 hours removed. Um, so we got a lot to unpack, but before we do that, uh, let's highlight um, AEW Dark from this past Tuesday and run down the, the match listings and uh, the overall results uh, since we missed this week's AEW Dark. So here it goes. Chuck Taylor defeats VSK. Abaddon defeats Renee Michelle. Good to see her back. Um, third week in a row. Orange Cassidy, a uh, rare appearance on Dark, defeats Steve Stetson. The SCU, keeping their run strong, um, defeats Matt Sidow and Mike Sidow, the Sidow brothers. So good to see them uh, officially a tag team continuing forward. And good so to see on. that SCU, SCU hasn't SCU broken up yet. Has, has um, SCU had Scorpio Sky outside? Uh, no, it was just nah. the tag team, Christopher Daniels and um, Kazarian. I just want to say to the public, like I didn't see Doc. Yeah, we're not, we're not, we're not getting into too much details. Just I'm a match. Get into, I just wanna. I'm just so uh, we so had Bear Country defeats M Badu and Baron Black. We had Ten from the Dark Order defeating Daniel uh, Joseph. We had Aaron Solo and Lee Johnson defeating Lou Val and Chris Peaks, Red Velvet and Killing. Killian King, Kylan King, excuse me, uh, defeating Ivelisse and Diamante to uh, my frustration. Um, I know they're building up Red Velvet, but hey, no details, no details. I don't want to no see Ivelisse lose. Just my opinion. <laughs> Just my no, opinion. Bro, hold up, no Red, Red Velvet. Oh, we can't get into it. She did a she did a two day this week. Yeah, she's building. She was building up to her matchup on Dark on Dynamite. Excuse me. So uh, we have Top Flight defeating Fuego Del Sol and uh, John Cruz. We got Stu Grayson of the Dark Order defeating J.D. Drake. The TH2 defeats Sean Dean and uh, Charlie Bravo. We have Max Caster defeating J.J. Garrett. We have the Gun Club defeating Aaron Fry, Tony Vega, and Angel Fashion. Um, hilarious commentary on that. Go back and check yeah. that. Uh, Dark Order defeats uh, Levi Shapiro, John Skyler, and Ryzen. And that was all the results for Dynamite. So we're moving on. Um, dog, dog. AEW, dog. Yeah, that was the results for Dark, excuse me. So moving on to Dynamite, we have... Let's, 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 wait, let's start with the rankings first. All right. So, so the rankings drop before Dynamite, so... This is the, th this week's rankings. Obviously, Kenny Omega is the world champion, and TNT champion is Darby Allen. The number one contender, we have Jonathan Moxley. Uh, the number two contender, we have Pac. The third contender is Adam Page. 
The fourth contender is Cody Rhodes, and the fifth contender is Miro. So what do you guys think about that? Um, For the Miro title? Being, Miro being, yeah, they're, so those rankings share uh, TNT and the AEW World Championship. Those rankings are shared. Um, so those are the top five for both divisions. I don't think Miro makes any fucking sense being on that ranking other than the fact that he got wins. Um, but hopefully him being in that position, it puts Miro in a better, um, you know, direction because I don't like this game over shit and we'll lose more to that because they do touch on that during dynamite, but I don't like the current direction of Miro. So that's, you know, I'll take that for more of a positive note that he's in that ranking. Um, even though he's been doing a lot of nothing. Um, yeah. I'm Because it seems like the the first, the first, uh, it's actually, it feels actually, like. Do you have it pulled up on your screen? Yeah, yeah. So it's, it seems hey, like. Yeah, so it seems like Moxley and Pac are tied with 3-0, and right? Then next, Adam Page is 2-0. and Then Cody is 2-0. and Then Miro is 2-0. So it seems like, you know, there's a lot of people who are tied right now for contendership. And the top two are John Moxley and, and Pac right now. If, if, we, if we was to look I'm at... Screen, uh, I'm going to screen share oh. uh, the ranking system. Um, yeah, Martin yeah. Right if now. you could do it, do it, brother. But let me say something. Um, while he's doing that, I just want to share on the sports projective. It still seems like, let's say... We just started the basketball season or football season. This will be like the beginning of the first season. As of March 3rd, look, look at it, 2020, right? So we can't really get too hype on the rankings right now until later in the year. My opinion. This is we still gotta look at it as a, a wrestling based conversation. The, the I don't like the rankings because it doesn't take into account what you actually have been doing on TV and um, you know what your situation really is in the company. Pac just recently came back. He's gotten three wins in random situations. Really? Nothing For that real, like... real weight in storyline. Hangman is the opposite, has a lot of story going on, a lot of, uh, you know, threads being pulled, and he only has two wins here, no losses. Um, of course, the ranking system did get restarted at, on January. Um, so it, it's kind of surprising that these guys have made it to, to this point in just two months. That's I'm like, like I said, they I'm only like, have this many matches. Uh, that's what's yeah. shocking to for, for me with these numbers because if we move down <laughs> to the women, you know, look at look at Nyla Rose with five men alone this this in this two month stretch, four wins for uh, Red Velvet. Some of them are dark wins, admittedly. Look at um Britt Baker's record and and Tay Conti. They've been more active. So when we compare yeah. that to the rank system of the men. I just feel like these contenders, although they aren't, and it's legitimate because the way the rankings work, I don't feel like they're legitimate contenders. The only people that I that I would say are, are obviously John Moxley. If we're talking about AEW World Championship, John Moxley, 
Adam Page, and that's it. No, we gotta throw the other three. Throw. The other three make sense for Darby, not I so would, much for Kenny Omega. I would say, I would say personally, my son Lance Archer. Lance Archer you can't say your son Lance Archer because your son Lance Archer isn't ranked. Isn't ranked, and that's my point of the rank. That's what point. I'm saying. It no, doesn't no, no, take no, into I'm consideration. Saying, I would throw him done. in there. I would throw him right. I would throw him in there right after Page. Like Cody already admitted, he said it himself in an interview. He doesn't want nothing to do with the the, the mess rankings title for the main title at all. He said if he does chase chase the title, it will be tag or it'll be TNT. He doesn't want nothing to do with it. He just wants to be backstage and producing new talent. He admitted it himself recently, this couple of weeks. Miro been in a trash fucking storyline. We complained about it for the longest time. The debut was fire. I, I, the rollout so, was a surprise. Uh, was it? Uh, was, it the, was the debut really fire though? It was when it happened. Now I'm like, all right. That shit was whacked the next week. Like yeah, exactly. Am I lying? So, that shit was whacked only the next thing, week. The only thing I see is that they building him as a beast. They not building him as, as you know what I mean? Like, it should have been, like, it's just the story he's in. It's kind I'm sorry, of, him uh, feuding with the best friends has not showcased that he's a beast. The only time he's been showcased as a beast on AW is that one night that he came out at the end of the show and cleared the ring. Lost, that bro. was it. He hasn't lost on his... And his singles, all his tag team shit with, with Kip Sabian. Hero's been around for a couple of months now, and he still hasn't has done he enough to go above lost. the ranks of someone like Cody Rhodes, but who just not, took a vacation. He's not right. interested. Let's keep it above. He just he took a vacation not, and came back. He's exactly. Am I lying? No, 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 no. Am I lying? Fact. He can't even get above the rank of Cody Rhodes, who just came back from vacation. So we could we could do something like I will put Lance Archer there, or so or like we could put fucking. We have to see honestly. We have to see. We have to let it like probably like another couple weeks go by, or let Revolution come and go to really see. You what know what they need to do? They need to do a top the real ranking. So like. Top five. What was that? Instead of uh, they need to do a top twenty-five instead of a top five. Because I need to see who else is ranked and where. Either because that, honestly, or they need to just split this ranking uh, and have one rank for the World Championship and one rank for the TNT Championship. The fact that these these two uh, different divisions share the same top five makes no sense. Nah, and when, when you take you know it into consideration, you know activity on the show it. doesn't make sense. And, and, right, and so, you know so let's, let's move on to the women's rankings. What do you what do you guys think of the women's ranking so far? I'm not mad. I'm not mad. I'm, I, I'm, I'm, I feel it. I feel like it, it's 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 very accurate as far as storyline and um uh you know sports wise as, as well. And I think, who I think also, this is probably extreme more, extremely like there's a stream difference between the women's ranking and the men's ranking. This I look at it and I instantly see all of them are deserving because 
That's exactly Rio, what I'm saying. Rio was in the tournament, which makes her deserving. And she's, you know, we'll get more into the tournament. Britt Baker's been super active. Tay Conti, super active. Nana Rose, super active. This makes sense why everybody's in their position. Yeah, and um, we, we're going to get to it later, but Red Velvet and Nyla Rose and, and like, the, 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 the top three number one contenders for, for Sheeta, all been really putting on great matches. All three of them. So I'm not even mad at this ranking, to yeah. be honest. I agree with yeah, you. Yeah, I think I, I think I think it's very accurate as far as, as everything is concerned. Um, I just wish that, you know, the men's ranking was just as, you know, accurate as this would be. I think that the the story that they're trying to portray between each other is what devalues their ranking. It's my opinion. I could be going out the window with all that shit, but that's how I feel. I don't think like like they 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 really you could put any one of the top six together in a match and they don't even have to promo but I know the the match will be fire or well besides Brit because Brit is probably like the best she got the most personality out the group I'm gonna keep it real but you could put any five of them women together and the shit will be a fire match to be honest i agree I don't, think, I don't think there's much to argue as far as this rank system right here all right so let's move on to the tag teams what, what are we doing with the tags oh my god <laughs> yo something oh. seems off something <laughs> is, uh, is largely off here something seems off so you're telling me STU with five and O ain't even in the conversation of the tag team championships. <laughs> Jurassic Express, yo, come on. How the fuck STU has more wins than Jurassic Express and they're not even in the tag team conversation because after this horrible inclusion of Chris Jericho and MJF into the tag team division, they're only talking about FTR with only two wins and Yo. Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. <laughs> Mind you, we got Top Flight over here with a better record than FTR. <laughs> and, and Jericho and MJF. Oh, my God. It's horrible, bro. Like, bro. This, is, this is proof of when... You try and to make something sports based. Yeah, the is the story, and you don't you you lose balance of the two. If you're gonna have a rank system, have a rank system, but formulate the stories around the ranks. Why are Christopher Daniels and Kazarian getting all these dark wins, and not even heavily featured on on on? Dynamite, but they got the best record in the tag team division, and they're not even in the conversation. Advocate just to be, you know what I mean, petty as I always be, the petty god. You know what I mean? Go send your hate mail to me. I guess they already reached a peak. Christopher Daniels did say um, recently on a tweet that, and then look at the one. He 
He feels like he's winding down. So he don't give a fuck no more. Like at this point, him and, and Frankie are fucking just having fun. That's why you think Frankie's on BTE and all this dumb. They don't even care anymore. Like they just having fun. But in, in the ranking system aspect, they should be the number one contenders. I absolutely agree. Like I this feel is- like the Bucks or whoever made this booking decision. <laughs> kind of disrespected everybody else in this division by booking Chris Jericho MJF in that position because it's obvious is obviously a storyline situation to keep the Bucks as champions longer. Are we really to believe Chris Jericho MJF are going to win the tag team titles? Yes. No. No. This is a breakup coming, bro. This is a breakup coming. In a long run, this is good. This is gonna be the one that them two start arguing on, and then it's gonna be like another four weeks. It's gonna be another. Oh, we're gonna have another fucking quarter of this unless they settle their feud. We're gonna have another fucking dinner and and fucking dance off. What? They always blood and guts, and the arenas are starting to open. Yo, they better give us a fucking blood and guts match if they're gonna do a rematch. You know what they should have done. Talk. They should have. They should have had um, proud and powerful win the tag team titles. Have them face against Chris Jericho and MJF at Revolution. Have somebody lock Chris Jericho and Hager in in somewhat in a, in a room somewhere, right? So since MJ since Chris Jericho is not at the ring and MJF is, he tells Warlow to come in. They win the tag team titles from Proud and Powerful. Wardlow and MJF leave with the tag team championships, and they leave in a circle. And then, like Sammy was the one that that opened the door for them, and they realized and they got to the ring too late. You know what's crazy? That would have been fired because you put Sammy as. Uh, a mole to be with MJF and Wardlow. That's what you said. Nah, nah. Sammy, Sammy opened the door at, at the last second, trying to trying to get Chris Jericho out in time. But by the time they got to the ring, it was already three, and Wardlow won, and MJF won the tag team championships, and then they quit the inner circle and leave with the tag team cha- championship. You know what's crazy? I don't even see my people's part and powerful on the list, and. They've been winning on dark, yo. They haven't been on dark in, in a minute. Hell yeah. It's no. been like three weeks. It's not nah, three the, weeks. the last one I saw was they like only good- was on dark three weeks ago, about three weeks ago, just to promote that match that they had for the tag team titles. Because I forgot who got injured. Um, oh, the best friends got injured and got knocked off the rank system. So the next no, no, week, no, no, no. Proud and Powerful got uh, jumped up the rank system. No, I seen them a couple of weeks later. They had a couple of matches on dark, and they won both of them. And it was like two after that, way after I that. I just they explained that whole situation. The they point is, only like, on dark weeks ago, promoting their tag team championship match. Because you when, know what's when, even more because crazy? when the best friends got injured, they got knocked off the rank system. 
and Proud and Powerful were in the rank in the top five. You the know, only reason even, they even got a match. You know what's even more crazy looking at these rankings? The only odd couple out this group is Jericho and MJF. Everybody else makes sense as a tag team to go against the Bucks. Yeah, Jericho's a, a damn tag team whore, and that's uh, the rank system. <laughs> What's the next? That that that. Those are the three with the yeah. TNT ranking. Ain't no TNT shared with the eight. Yeah, you frustrated me, bro. Pay attention. Nah, that, that why? <laughs> I literally just showed you. Yo, we all play, yo, viewers. We all play WWE. 2K2021 and all this dumb shit. It's two different divisions when it's the Intercontinental in the USA. Yo, focus. Did he really just miss like the, the five minutes we spent talking about the AW and TNT ranking system to come around and say the same as that shit we just said? House, wait. House. With that being said, Let's move on to dynamite. <laughs> like, <laughs> yo, yeah, WWE 2K. Y'all know what I'm talking about. Yeah, they got rank systems in WWE that separates <laughs> every division. Right. You're correct. <laughs> You're correct. Well, we're yo, yo, I, I need to do that in real life, man. Like, step your game up. You know who? You know who? Y'all gave me fired too. I saw y'all fucking pictures. Y'all taking pictures, poses. You know, and... you know which two tag teams to technically be on the on the ranking system: the acclaimed and and Bear Country. They've been getting a lot of wins. I like. Why, I have, like... why aren't they on the rank system? Bear the Country, ones? to my memory, has at least three back to back wins. Like yo, bro, I don't get it. I like the acclaim too. I like and the acclaim. And, and you know what? I oh, think man. they're gonna push Max. How the fuck the top flight past the acclaim? They've been featured on board. Now we're gonna get to that later. We're gonna get to that later though. All right. Anyways, well, yeah. So, yeah, so we starting off uh dynamite, and it's a special dynamite called Crossroads. Is leading to. Uh, revolution on Sunday, so we'll have a prediction show you guys can check out and eventually a review episode for yeah, uh, this Sunday's Revolution pay-per-view. So we get a, a little package showcasing everything, a uh, little video in the beginning, but this leads straight into the first match of the night, which I was actually surprised was the first match of the night. Cody Rose, Red Velvet versus Shaq and Jade Cargill. I thought this was, should have been main event, honestly. And then after actually watching the match, it should have been the main event. Like, uh, I had no faith in this Shaq Jade storyline. It was it was whack. Um, I felt like it kind of should have faded away when um Brandy got pregnant. Instead, they put mini clone Brandy um no brand, brand. to replace her. But so I was down on this on this whole situation from the beginning, but in hindsight, the, the match was great for a celebrity first match, you know, um actually trying this like Shaq, somebody in his age, a uh, big guy like himself that is is you know not as agile as the rest of these guys. He held his own. 
it was a, a couple, you know, sloppy moments where obviously he got to get better in his acting. But Cody Rhodes makes anybody look good. He made Shaq look good. A big spot in the match, Cody Rhodes ends up diving over the ropes, putting Shaq through two tables. So not only did he give us a decent match, he took tables. He took a bump. He took, he took a, crazy a crazy bump. bump. Yeah. So um, that was good. Sh- shout out to Shaq. I appreciate that. Um, and this, Shaq, this did exactly what I felt Legend. it should have done. It took Cody Rhodes and Shaq out of the picture and let Jade Cargill and um, <clears throat> Red Velvet shine for the rest of the match. This became a one-on-one, and Jade finally got to showcase, you know, her strength, um, you know, her, her, just her overall ability. The, she looks like a star. She looks scary. She looks like she'll she'll flex and, and like, break something. But, <laughs> you I'm know, she, she showed it proof I, to me. She showed it proof. What do you guys this, think about this match? I was thinking about this. All right. Now, when I was watching, like, remember, I went hard on, 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 on um, Cargill. I was like, yo, she better be fire. Y'all been holding her back this long. Y'all don't want her throwing no punches. Y'all don't want her in the middle of your stories, whatever. There must be a reason Brandy Rose picked her and, and immediately threw her. She got a rocket ship on her back, right? Now, when the match started, obviously it was Cody and Shaq. I'm thinking, okay, you know what immediately popped in my mind? Immediately what, what hopped in my mind, this is Matt, I swear I saw it this morning. This is the first thing I thought when I saw Shaq. Shaq, he's a basketball player. And, and fucking Cody Rhodes. All right, they doing the Stephanie and Triple H versus Kurt Angle and Ronda Rousey. Immediately what I thought in my mind. Yeah. That means that means that she is gonna go in there and she's gonna show improve and show that the reason why she wants to be a wrestler and who she is. Because there's no point if Shaq is the biggest star, why the fuck are you gonna start? It doesn't make no sense. At all, it should be the women who should start it. So no, they, I, but we we don't expect Shaq to have a long a career now. We don't expect him to be a. Actual we don't player. like yo. He's fifty years. Yo, so just talking about Jade Cargill. That's yeah. why the fact that they took Shaq out, put him through the tables, took Cody out, and let them shine was genius booking. Honestly. Exactly. I'm like, yo, that shit threw me the way off. Shat looking good. Right. <laughs> Shat looking good. With that crazy power bomb. Yo. <laughs> Yo. Yeah. And, and then he did a salute. He did like a Razor Ramon or, or a Kevin Nash salute. And it looked good. Like he looked like, and whoever trained them, good job. He was wearing his own sneakers, obviously. And um, yo, but. Shout out to shout out to Jade, yo. That's your first big match. So, I I rank this match. I'll give it. It's gotta be a nine. This is I'm, a nine. No, that's not. A, it's not a nine. It's a nine. It's a I, nine. I give it an eight. 
I give it an eight. It was it was. Come on, when it, when we got matches like we're probably gonna see on Sunday, let's reserve these nines and tens. All right, let's reserve those nines and tens. This was I, like, I, I liked it. I liked it because it was surprising, and then I did not expect to see how good Jade would be. You yeah, but saying? I can't. Me personally, the reason I'm giving it an eight is because, um, despite the good debut of Shaq, despite the good debut of Jay Cargill, there was still some cracks in the armor. She's not, you know, perfect. There was a couple green moments, and the same thing with Shaq. Um, you know, so I'm not gonna say that this was nine. Nine is damn near a, a classic. You know, I didn't like expect Shaq to be the 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 star. This will definitely be one of those that are remembered because of Shaq's involvement. But as far as match quality, yeah, this was an eight. All right. If you see it as a nine, I, I mean, that's your opinion, but I got to say. All right, all right. So I'll get, I'll, I'll give it a seven. Focus is a tiebreaker. I'll give it, I'll give it a seven. Give it a seven. Right. So. so it's an eight. It's an eight all about around. Eight. It's about an eight. Eight all around. Um, I'm, I'm very impressed, though, Jay Cargill. Like, you really, the expectation was warranted, and you really earn your spot and and hopefully you could do something for this women division change the game yeah and yeah. they gave you a rocket moon with Shaq one of the biggest the names in the, the world <laughs> rocket moon like yo <laughs> you got the fucking biggest dude co-signing you in sports entertainment yeah well we're going to there's going to be a lot more to see for Jay Cargill Let's let's move on to the next match of the evening, which was Pac and Ray Phoenix versus John Skyler and um the death uh, was D3. Yeah, the D3. death triangle, Pac and Ray Phoenix versus John Skyler and D3. I don't know who D3 is. D3 is somebody from um and RX WXW. Okay. He's been featured on Dark in the Past. So has uh John Skyler. It was just a a fucking squash match. <laughs> like, was, but it wasn't even enough to describe. Like, <laughs> that's how quick the match moved. Nah, it, it, it was like a good five, eight minutes. But yo, oh, Pac, no, they, Pac, they, just, they just started, they just started with a super kick. And, you know, they, the next town, they, um, two minutes. It was like two minutes, bro. Like like Pac did like a reverse splash and then Ray this Phoenix shit was crazy. This was like two minutes, bro. It was what it was. Like they they just got their spots in and got the fuck out of there. Like uh, <laughs> uh, Pac and Ray Phoenix with the win, as they should. I mean, this looked like a, it should have been on uh, dark instead of dynamite. Honestly, yeah, definitely. Um, it was too quick. Yeah, so I give this a five. What do you guys give it? I'm I'm a, I'm with you. I'm five six. I'm gonna give it a seven. A seven? Just on the yeah, just on the simple fact that um I like the way Pac and Ray Phoenix was booked here, you know, taking them quick, easy and out. It's just this wasn't a match for dynamite. Yeah, I don't I definitely don't think I agree a match for that. dynamite. So let's let's move yeah, on quickly to um we have the inner circle press conference, which at first didn't make sense because it looked the way it was, they were seated. It looked like MJF and Jericho were like opposing each other in like a debate or something. So I was kind of confused. But they basically were at a podium taking questions from a bunch of random podcasts. This segment, you know, until the second part of it was actually pretty fucking hilarious. 
Um, yeah. We had different different guys coming up. We had um, Conrad, what's, what's his name? Um, Thompson. Conrad yeah. Thompson from Grilling JR. We had um, Eric Bischoff with his podcast. Uh, he called, MJF calls Conrad turkey tits. That shit. That shit had me dying. I, I can't lie. I started uh, definitely laughing a lot on that one. Um, they start questioning him about Papa Buck and stuff. We had Proud and Powerful in the ring, um, you know, supporting them. Which I don't, I don't know. Like, I'm, I don't feel like Proud and Powerful should have doubled down with their support. Once Sammy told them, what was it, last week or the week before? You guys aren't even the tag team in the inner circle. And yeah. it, it looked like, I think that was on BTE. Uh, it looked like um, Santana opened his eyes in that moment. He told Ortiz, like, yo, you heard what he said? And it's like, yo, it's true. I thought, by, you know, they'll start waking up, but they kind of doubled down in their support, talking filthy um, in support of MJF and, and um, Jericho. This eventually leads to the Young Bucks interrupting. And this is where the entertainment factor kind of like died down for me. It was like more of the same shit, honestly. Um, the bus you guys want to MJF part? talking about MJF and Rosie O'Donnell and stuff. Yeah. Now, I'm tired of that joke, bro. We seen it already. We just seen that shit like three weeks ago with um Max Castor doing the rap video and, and the whole video. Using using freaking MJF, the whole clip pretty much made the made a beat out the clip. The joke is getting tired. Um, and Matt, when he said it, he really looked like he enjoyed it. Like, ooh, I, I yeah, I just said a real good zinger. And it's like the Bucks is my, I, I won't take nothing away from the Bucks in the ring, but they're getting corny. The joke was crash was trash, but um, and then and like I said, yo, I said this a couple of weeks ago. Like, yo, I'm getting tired of these family angles, yo. It's always about my family. I'm doing it for my family. Or my family got beat up. Or you disrespecting my family and all this stupid shit. And now, last week, yeah, I jumped their pops. And now, all of a sudden, oh, you disrespecting. They had to go through the whole shit. It's... Yeah, my father was a good dad and all this oh, dumb. My God. Like, yeah, like, it, it, I'm it's, tired it's, of these family angles, yo. Not only that. This storyline, I did it with Kushida. They had yeah, a whole did it with Kevin Owens. Yeah, doing it here with the Bucks. Like, yo, find a new angle. These like, niggas, yo, I'm these just niggas better than a whole you. quarter yeah, to build up Jericho MJF versus the Bucks, and they stuffed this personal storyline. Yeah, in two weeks. It's Why only every two weeks. Be personal. This the go home show is the third week. It just got personal last week, and you only got into storyline with each other. You, they've been juggling all this Lou Gallows and Anderson. Are they with the Bucks? Are they with not the? You know, are they with the Bucks or not with the Bucks? Bullshit. And speaking of them, the a brawl breaks out between the inner circle and yeah. uh, the Bucks. We end up seeing Gallows Anderson come out, set up some tables. Pride and power, pride and powerful, and they get put through the fucking tables, like, <sighs> like. Anyway, I'm, this segment I'm over was it. A, I'm over it. Uh, uh, two. Your pay per views are built 
up over a quarter of programming. That's three months of programming to get to your pay-per-views. We should we should be caring a lot more about the MJF and um, Jericho versus the Buck situation than everything else surrounding it. The Bucks have been in more storyline with this bullshit reincarnation of the Bullet Club and what's happening with Impact and all that shit and Kenny than they have been focused on the number one contenders. And then they're not even the real number one contenders according to our fucking ranking system. Let's put a, let's put a pin on that real quick. Let's take a quick break to our sponsors. Uh, the people keep the lights on, keep the kayfabe av train. Song on the pop, and we'll we'll be right back after these messages, man. Wait, wait, wait. And we're back. Um, we were left off with the inner circle, and um, the whole situation with the young bucks. In short, I felt it was it was good. Um, for the most part, the brawl, but it, the story. I'm just I'm just not sold on the story at all. Um, yeah, I, just right. want, I just want every aspect of their situation over and done with already. I want MJF to already break up or do with a, whatever power move he's trying to do already. Um, I want to see Pride, Pride and Powerful separate themselves from the inner circle already. Whatever Jake Hager's role is going to be, I want to see it happen already. Like, I'm this, just whole to, was, the, was trash. this whole buildup was I'm, trash to me. I'm just, I'm just yeah. tired of the family angle, man. Like, yeah, I always got to throw a family angle. Like, like for no reason. Like, like both companies. I'm not just trying to shit on, on, on AEW. I'm just tired of it, man. Like, we've seen it all the time. We've just seen it with Johnny and, and Kushida. See, but the, the difference with WWE, a lot of the time they do family angles, it makes fucking sense why. Because they're, yeah, but they actually, always gotta bring that up. Look, like, look, yo, look, look, at, look but, but look at the look at the situation in WWE. Charlotte Flair, Ric Flair, father daughter, both. That's active. different. That's different. They both, both was wrestlers. Both active. All right. They both. Ray Mysterio, both Ray Mysterio, and Dominic Mysterio made sense because Ray is putting his next generation. But that's what I'm saying. That, that's different. Those are different. You look at AEW. We don't need. We don't need any of that family shit on, on nothing, whether it's Miro and the wedding and all this shit, or it's bringing Papa Buck's horrible acting into it. Yeah, or, or, or fucking um, the best friend's mama Ma- with the that van. Funny, though. I enjoy that. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, yo, yeah, 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 yeah. Yo, both of y'all is overdoing it. Do something else. Yeah. To make us interested, we tired. I mean, of they, they've been not paying attention to each other for so many weeks in a in a three month cycle that I guess they did yeah. need Papa Buck to have any kind of personal shit. They, they needed to do something because. So the yeah, last we, one was when we, the best friends. Now, the match, powerful. the match is gonna be good. I already know, but no, no, no. Story. I'm, I'm, Let, let's rush through this fucking story. Get it over with. After yeah, Revolution. I want to see the the, the the demise of the inner circle because this current run it's in, um, it, I feel like it diminished Chris Jericho as the champion he is. It brought the I level feel like it did nothing for Hager. Um, Sammy Guevara, while he was you know, a standout, it really did nothing for Sammy Guevara because he was taking all the else for everybody. Um, the multiple versions of the tag teams, 
that they had that went nowhere, the overlooking of proud and powerful as the tag team in the fucking group to begin with. Yeah, and I want MJF and his bodyguard for no fucking reason because Jericho and knows who they won. Jake Hager versus Warlow. I want to see that. Stupid. They the had build. it. We had it. No, I want to see. A, I want to see a real official match. We like, had it one on one, straight up. That's we it. Had it. Hager lost. We saw it. Nah, I want to see it. for real. For real. I see it. So let let's move on. They had a, a special look at the upcoming exploding barbed wire death match I'm between Kenny Omega and um and uh John Moxley. They had old highlights of death matches from Japan. Um, so you know, really building up that story. Um, well, that actual actual match type. But the next matchup we had was FTR. With Tully Blanchard, who hasn't Tully. fucking wrestled in what thirteen years they said, versus yeah, Jurassic Express. Hard. Now the surprise factor of it all was JJ Dillon came out. JJ Dillon. Not only that, they were wearing the original NWA championships. Yep. So. What's going on there? Like, Tony, did you buy NWA? Like, no. is it official now? Like, <laughs> no, that's that's tell that's Tully's old NWA that's television title. Tully and JJ Dilly, yeah, that's Tully and JJ. Wouldn't, wouldn't that wouldn't that be a, a copyright issue with, between NWA? And you know, ain't nobody you know, like, what's going on here? Like, do you own every? Do you own every on them now? Like, we they, they, they every got the roses showing up every five minutes. So it's like, Rosa, they're gonna care about Tully bringing the, the old title out. That shit was fire. Is on her paper. That shit was fire. That was that was real four horsemen swag. Um, the matchup, I feel like it was pretty good. They went a pretty long time. Tully actually got he in the ring. He, he got in the ring shot. He suplex. did his thing. Suplex off the rope onto the back. Like, you that know what I mean? Like, going, I'm scared. I'm scared now because I'm scared that a man like Tully wrestling in, in his age, Ric Flair somewhere in the mirror, wooing to himself and slapping himself in the chest. Saying nah, he has I'm one more run in it. He's not doing you that. Woo! You know, I think I, all he's got to do is go in the closet and body it. bag. No, because he could go just go in the closet and body Woo! bag W with the with the suit game. Like he could body bag anybody. <laughs> like we not watch, doing. Watch Rick win the WWE championship. The suit game. Like, Watch the watch Rick win win the WWE championship to be the seventh time team Tom Tampa. He's gonna be Bobby Lashley in the roll up. Yo, I I'd be tight. I'd be so tight. I you know what I wouldn't give a fuck because he I'm tired. He doesn't need to be tied with John Cena, so you know what I mean. Like I'll be happy. So during the matchup, we get a max uh mystery match. It was a good man. match. It was a good match. I, yo, I thought that was I thought that was vacant at first. Yeah, I thought it was vacant too because it looks exactly like vacant. Yep. But vacant, <laughs> the Hall of Fame. That's actually who I thought Tony Khan was was, was referencing. Okay, yeah, vacant. Yeah, so uh, we'll get to that. Um, so we we get the mask man interfering and and helps 
uh, FTR and Teddy Blanchard pull off the win. When the guy pulls off his mask, it's a now bleach blonde, Sean Spears returning. But not only was that, we finally get the first time Sean Spears is acknowledged with FTR, with Tully Blanchard. We have J.J. Dillon in the ring. Everyone is throwing up the full horseman sign. We have Arn Anderson come from the back. I think this is the first time I might consider him in the barbecue or getting close to being invited for the first time. Arn Anderson comes out, throws up the horseman. Not not yet, not yet. We might have our new version of the four horsemen official at AEW. Not yet, not yet. So, no, no, he got a lot lot to go. He got a lot more of supporting uh, Lee Johnson and the rest of the Nightmare family (laughs) before I, I let him back in. Worst manager ever. You gotta help Cody when Cody's getting his ass whipped more. <laughs> like <laughs> he be passing the blood capsules, like Cody, it's time to bleed. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I'll tell you. <laughs> but um, yo, I, I thought it was a dope match. I give it like a seven, seven point five. Like, yeah, I give it Ali a seven actually and a half, did great. You know what I mean? For his show, and I, the, I thought the just the hype surrounding the entrance. And the reveal at the end, and and the formation of what seems and to be that the, was a good that was a that good serve at the end. So that means uh, uh, that means that this story is going to continue. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not going to let this bullshit go. And um, I think the whole point was because a lot of things that they were talking about in commentary. I want to make a note of is that they were putting over um Jungle Boy Jack Perry, like especially Jr. He was like, oh, Jungle Boy is this athletic and Oh, he could take this and and blah blah blah. Do you think and, them coming out with with old tag titles? Do you think that those titles are gonna be defended moving forward on on the upcoming um AEW Elevation show? Nah. You think that was it just one in the in the pre-show or something? The, the current because this current this current this current NWA tag tag team champions, but these could be on Elevation. The current champions or the old belts? The, the old belts. No. Nah. The current NWA tag team They're not. They're not the official. They're not the official it's champions. Not, it's not legitimate to AEW until they officially make the announcement that they got something going on with. I NWA. mean, it might be he could sanction them titles. He could do whatever he want. At this point, nah. Especially but I don't want the partnerships see, he's been building. I don't want to see them win it, and then they we, we they gotta go over there, and we're not gonna be seeing them all the time over here. We already having that problem with with people jumping on Impact and shit. Yeah, but Rosa, FYI, I refuse to watch Impact. I will watch the clips to find out what's going. On. <laughs> As no, y'all, y'all could not, y'all nah, can let me know what's going time, on. Rosa was still coming over here. Serena Deeb. Serena Deep is the women's champion, and she's only on dark, though. She's not over here taking main event spots. You know what I'm saying? Yes, she is. She was on Dynamite like a couple weeks ago. That's fine, but she's not there every fucking week. It seems like it. Wasn't she, wasn't she facing Thunder Rosa for the title at one point? Then she faced Sheeta for the title at one point. Who is she? Then, she, she like, won it. And that's just this up. year. She wanted from Road. No, no, no. I lost track. Who are you guys speaking of? We're talking about the NWA. Serena. Yeah, Serena's been active. What are you talking about? 
no, he's no, always no. on we're talking about we're talking about um with the titles like Serena Deep. I'll give her that. The and NWA titles that. featured more than the AW women's championship. I, I will give that got that, but that's because she to beat everybody. I don't want to see the Jurassic Express win the NWA tag team titles and then they not gonna get more shot. They they definitely not gonna get more shine than the fucking young well, boys. AW's getting a lot more uh you know packed. that's my argument like they're they're making a new show on uh, elevation which um segues and I won't have a problem situation we got Tony Shivani introducing like if they want to do that over there they could do yeah, that yeah, let's move on Tony Shivani introduces Paul White um who um <laughs> pretty much starts teasing another AEW signing um you know that segues into the conversation we was talking about Big Show is going to be um, commentating and possibly featured on that show, um, Elevation. So pretty much he he's just out there. Um, you know, it's the first time we see him on Dynamite on AEW television, period. Gives his uh, pretty much debut speech of what's his intentions. And I appreciate that he didn't shit on WWE, that he didn't act like, you know, it was a tainted legacy or something over there he just it was just all about aew and what he wants to do moving forward so good promo from him and he got the world buzzing who is the person that is going to be signed on sunday at revolution um CM punk. i'm thinking brock lesnar or cm punk probably yeah um but there's two people i want i wanted to wait to the prediction show but i'm gonna say here it's cm punk all right, let's let's all right. let's move on from that. Let's move on from that. No, no, no. We'll I'm talk more about that on the prediction I show. My, my two predictions. Oh Lord, is this the prediction show? <laughs> my two predictions. Chris, two, two. You only get one. You only get one, man. No, you just one prediction. You just did. Yo, two. We on our time. We on. Our I time. did two. Let's, let's when, move when did I did two? You just said CM Punk or Brock Lesnar. I didn't say Brock Lesnar. I said CM Punk. He says CM Punk. I said I agree or Brock Lesnar. Christian or Kurt Angle. Those are my Christian signed to WWE. Let's let, let's move on. Right. <laughs> um, we have AW Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament, Nyla Rose versus Ryu Mizunami, which possibly was arguably the match of the night. Yes. Um, no. What? Yeah, this was this was a yeah. great match. Very good match. So, um, honestly, why you have a problem with it, EA? I, I didn't no, expect I Rio to be the this winner. I'm saying, like, like y'all, y'all talking about when we was in the text group that y'all fell asleep halfway during the ending. I'm like, yo, you're kidding me? Like, there was a couple of good matches, this is not the ending, and I didn't say that either. No, this was the second half, half, like, <laughs> second half. He, I saw the whole show. Um, this was dope. this was this was arguably the match of the night. Arguably, I dope. personally would put the Shaq Jade Cargill debut for the simple fact it was a great debut for a celebrity and it was that entertaining. It, yeah. it was entertaining and it showcased Jade Cargill exactly how I wanted her to be showcased. And you know, she showed it through that. A few quirks aside, I didn't give it the greatest of you know, highest rating. I gave it an eight and it make it a classic. But you know, 
that's why I think it was match of the night for me because I was very low on this match. This match right here, um, Real Mizunami versus um, Nyla Rose, I kind of expected a good match, period. Um, but it I think it, it, it did what is needed. This was the the final. That guillotine leg drop was crazy. Yo. Yeah. This this was the finals of the tournament. Rio ends up uh, picking up the win. And then Sheeta comes out. Sheeta comes out and presents her the, the tournament trophy. And, uh, you know, of course, this makes her the number one contender to Sheeta's title. And this was the only part that was cringe for me. They tried to do the old classic. The old classic. Yeah, I give you respect, but we're going to fight. And it was awkward as shit. It's like, did y'all understand each other's language? Like, usually there's a language barrier between the Joshis and the American wrestlers. But it looked like the same issue between the two Joshis. You know you know what made it more cringe? If you really watch it close, they gave each other five with the left. And <laughs> that's, when they that's when they started punching. I'm like, hey, oh, I made. Mean, they like, the, they they from the other side of the planet where things are mostly reversed. <laughs> the oh. multi universe. No, no, Mysterioso wasn't on dark this week. Coast. The far east coast. So they, um, they gave each other five with the left when she went when she the presented her the 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 um the 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 trophy. And I'm like, oh my god, that's already. Hey, look, what they, they were here. They were here. Like, so are we gonna do something? Then the girl goes, uh, real <laughs> goes to punch, <laughs> and it's like, wait, did you punch me? Oh, oh shit, let me react now, and then I'm gonna punch you back. And it was like, y'all try to do the classic start up the brawl, and it was horrible. Um, the match though, I, I give it about an eight. Yo, I give it an eight. Um, I never heard of this this woman before. I was surprised or, she won. Yeah, and I saw a couple of of the the matches from the tournament, and I thought she was good, but I didn't think she was this good. And her holding her own with Nyla Rose. I really definitely know this was Kenny Omega's decision. Had to be. Had Kenny Olivier. Now that the can integrate with the roster, he's definitely going to be pushing more Joshis. Yep. Yeah, he loved, he loved the Josies. Like, so guess what's next, guys? This is a good match. Thank it's thing. And then, yeah, um, that's kind of like run down already, Tony. But we got Sting out, and they're talking about pretty much the the whole buildup between him, Darby, Brian Cage, Team Taz, the whole situation, and um, you know. Just another fucking segment. No, let me like ask you this shit already. It was cringe to me. This is why it's cringe. How many fucking weeks are you gonna have Brian Cage? You're gonna have Will Hobbs. You're gonna have Ricky Starks. You're gonna have Hook. You're gonna have Taz out there. And this skinny motherfucker over here, this skinny motherfucker over here, Darby Allen and old ass thing are not only running them off, but beating them down and making making them like knock bro. out and 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 bro, how many times are we That's gonna see Taz just stand bro. there? How many times you're gonna have the same promo? 
I mean, I think, I, I think I, it's honestly, I, I feel the psychology. Maybe they don't want Darby Allen and Sting to shoot up the whole the the whole uh, uh, stadium and such. So, you know, this is my problem. Bro, we saw the same. This is the biggest, Listen, let me this is the biggest problem. Let, let me get this off. I got bars right now. Let I got bars The biggest problem with this segment: How is the son of Taz, the 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 guy who uses the Taz mission, submission specialist, suplex machine, all this? How you can't get a simple sleeper? On Sting, while he's Dang. already on the floor. Dang. Can I say my boss? You're telling me you can't have a, you don't have a Taz mission. You're telling me Taz didn't teach you how to use that sleeper correctly. Nah. This is disrespectful <laughs> to me and his wrestling business. <laughs> nah, but. I'm like, yo, no. I, I can't believe this. I no, can't we believe saw, this. We saw the same promo. Yo, how many times are we going to have Tony Schiavone introduce Sting? Dang. How many that times? W, they trying to hit that 55 demographic with Sting and Tony Schiavone. We're going to have the same promo where Sting don't get the finish, what the fuck this he got to say. what happens when pay-per-views are closed. How many times are we going to have Darby Allen save the, the save the day? Or how many times is Darby Allen going to get kidnapped? Or he's going to disappear? The niggas in a body bag and all the stupid shit. Like, how many times they fucking up the backstage? Like, yo... It's the same yeah. shit over and over. We already know. We Listen, hype enough. We're I, waiting I know for somehow, some way, Sting is going to probably pull off this fucking win because it's Sting's debut match. Thanks. But now Sting, now... But Team Taz I, needs to fucking beat the shit out these dudes. Team Taz yeah. needs to win. But let me say... You got Will Hobbs. It's a street fight. But you let got me Will say Hobbs. You got five guys in your team. But let this me should say be a it. fucking run-through. But let me say this for the younger viewers, you gotta understand now they put his thing in a pedestal. He's this icon and all this shit. He can't go like he used to go when we was coming up. So now all of a sudden, we expected him to come out and get a spectacular match because we so invested in him defeating these guys that he's gonna go out there and just pull out his bat from his fucking coat and beat the shit out of all of them. Y'all already yeah. ran it way too much. And y'all fucking up the viewers shit. And then when he come out, he'd be underwhelming. Now I'm 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 I, I hope he does good. I just want him to do good. But now we already expect him to be underwhelming, us older fans. But as younger fans, we want him to come out there and be the best ever now. He better be the next Hulk Hogan and shit. Like, y'all, y'all, wait, y'all looted it way too long. He yo. should not. I mean, I'm just a fan at the end of the day. He's gonna, he, he's gonna want to come yeah, out. All three of us, we fans. He's gonna want to come out and, and finish his career on his terms, and that's fine, whatever. Like, we my love concern, My concern is him getting right. hurt and just that's trying it. to justify the ending of his career. Same shit that was happening to Undertaker. I, I will say that, and I love Undertaker. He's one of the, my favorite. Wrestlers, like, yo, yeah, he was another one. I wanted chill out. 
And even if you want to be around, you could have just been Darby's. You could have just been Darby's manager. Now oh, look, at, we're in. We're in the quarter. We're we're in the. We we took a whole quarter to get here to Revolution. But yeah, what's happening? With, what's happening with the TNT title at Revolution? Yeah, I did the no. same shit. Though. Ask my question, E, before you change. What's happening to the TNT Championship at Revolution? Nothing. Yo, Darby versus Sting after the match. <laughs> Sting turn. Gosh. Let's let's move on before we <laughs> drag this shit. Just like they dragged this shit too. Um, we got the face of the Revolution ladder match qualifier, the last spot, um, outside of the mystery spot. Um, which is going to be a new signing. So we're going to have two um, possible signings at Revolution. Um, I'm, I'm, that shit got us really wondering. But Max Caster versus 10 of the Dark Order. So um, it, it could have been a great match. But we ended up having Matt Hardy pay off hybrid two to cost 10 the match. And there goes that. <laughs> no, 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 we're not gonna do oh. that. It was actually a good match, though. It was pretty it was, good. It was all right. Yeah. It wasn't nothing crazy. It was it fast. Was, it was a seven, seven it was point fast. five. They, in this two-hour show, they only had two matches that really gave stood out. a lot of time. And uh, I out. agree. I agree. I agree. But this wasn't like it wasn't nothing crazy. I'm glad. I'm glad Mac Max Casta. Is actually getting his own solo. Yeah, Mass Casta ends up winning this the qualifier. He deserves it. He's been real, real charismatic, a big part of Dark. Been a you good highlight what? on on Dynamite whenever he's on. It's a weird dude, but it works. <laughs> it's no, like Gold Dust meets Thugonomics. Shout out <laughs> of Scorpio Sky on commentary because he was hilarious. Oh yeah, you know pushing himself. Yo, is he ill now? Because he was talking mad shit. No, like, not yo, he was just like, like focus on me. I'm gonna yeah, be the like, revolution. Yeah, like, yo, he's always Rick Flair. He needs to like, talk like that. Scorpio Sky broke off with, from SU to do what? Nothing. He got injured. That's like that's like if Big E left New Day to, to sit in catering. Yeah, so put he him got on, injured. Put him, put him put him on fucking commentary. Like so, so I you get a little, you know, get a little, uh, package. From, you know what I mean? We fucks with you over here. Yeah, we we got a little package from the mess man Miro. Also talking about the revolution and 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 his matchup against the best of friends. Oh my goodness! One of the better promos from from Miro, I'll say that. But that's all I gotta say. Oh man, like I'm tired of the storyline. Next, too. Next, Matt Hardy and Matt Quinn versus John Silva and Hangman Adam Page. This was um probably the most interesting match or segment outside of the actual Shaq and um women's match. Uh we had um uh, some interference going on with big money match stable that he's forming. It looks like he has a lot of people involved. We end up seeing negative one come out. We get this big brawl. The match overall was pretty decent, but all hell pretty much breaks loose and it kind of took the steam out of it for me. Because it was like it was, it was this too was much. about Dark Order. This was about Dark Order and Hangman Page and the Matt Hardy buildup and their big money match for everything. Why the fuck did a whole bunch of jobbers come out at the end? 
Why the fuck did that's the whole cool. bunch of randoms that got thrown Was together in this tag team no, battle royal? That's, that's that that's who that's who Matt paid off. Nah, that's the people that's gonna be in that battle royal. That makes more sense, but that would make more sense. But the way they said in a commentary exactly, EA was the old oh, the the contestants of the tag team battle royal coming out. For what? I got I gotta go back and hit it, but then they fucked up on commentary. That wasn't no, that was but that was who came out. That the ran the the pre show the pre show dudes came out. Cause I know um Proud and Powerful is in that battle royal and a couple of there's a couple of tag teams, so maybe I don't know. JR, JR, you know so we JR. have so we have the pre-show match close the the go home show to the pay-per-view. The free yeah. match, the one yeah. they give on the one no, they give away on the question. Did they did they establish what you win if you win the match though? I'm like assuming number one contenders here because the rank system doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, you, you get a revolution ring. <laughs> like MJF won last year. Nah, he's not he's not serious. <laughs> He's not serious. No, I'm asking a serious question. I'm you get a, I think you get a number one contendership. Which um, shoots over the entire tag team division and the rank system, which we showcased earlier in the show. And we both know, we both, all three of us know that motherfuckers, the tag teams, because Pride and Powerful's in there. I seen Pride and Powerful in there. I seen John Silver. And, and and Alex, like like, come on, like you got a bunch of tag teams in a battle royal. Obviously, we know that the tag teams is not gonna win. Like, so what what did you guys think about the overall show in entirety? It was pretty good, right? Me, I'll me give it like a no, six. I thought it was good. I thought I, was- I agree with focus. I think it was around a six, six and a half. I'm oh, not while while it was while it was entertaining in, in certain parts and I did like the four horsemen stuff which pretty much got me the most interested outside of the two matches that I felt were good the rest of the stuff was just a bunch of shit I've been tired of so and then the 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 way they closed the show just didn't make sense to me so yeah I give it a six six and a half for me what about you E I give it a um I'll give it a 7.5 I liked it I actually watched it this morning and I really thought that um, they really, this was like a better go-home show than a lot of go-home shows that we've seen recently. You know what I'm saying? When we review shit. And I guess they tried. I guess they tried. I disagree. I just, I'm just tired. You know why I disagree? This is why I disagree. And let me finish, bro. Let me finish my buzz. But go quick, please. <laughs> I'm gonna go quick. I'm gonna go quick. I'm just tired of the same angles that these people use it, man. Like both sides. But like, that's that's wrestling in general. How many times we're gonna see the same angle, angles man. over and over? So can I get the real bars off? That you know why this was a trash go home show? Uh, why? Where the fuck was Kenny Omega? Kenny Olivier. Where was John Moxley? Go. Where was the heavyweight championship? Where was the main event? Don DeMarco. How is this a good show? This was a decent show. 
But where was the where was the main event? Where was what was supposed to sell people to buy this pay per view? Don DeMarco. Then the second highlight of the show, right? Because God. they could have shaved, they could have saved Jay Cargill and Shaq for Revolution, but instead they gave away this match on the Go Home Show. So the second most important match is what? Hangman and Big Money Matt, right? But it ended with a bunch of people who from the pre-show. And you know what's crazy? It's not, it lost its importance with a whole bunch of randoms. That was a bad together because they had nothing else to do. <laughs> that wasn't better than the girls one with Nyla Rose and, and, and um um Rio. <laughs> like, like should, should we go on? This was not a good go home show. It wasn't at seven point five. I like the whole it. last hour didn't matter about revolution. Really, uh, yeah. All right. That's the only the only That's thing in the last hour that that mattered was the qualifying of Max Casta. That's it. That's all that mattered, and we saw what happened. We saw how quick that was. It was over. You had a chance instead of getting these random pre-show guys. You had a chance to not only showcase 10, but showcase Max Caster a little bit more. You could have gave more time to that. Instead, you have these fucking segments that fucking run on and, and get convoluted with bullshit. Why we had Sting and Darby cut the same promo this week and waste time on that when five guys can't take out a fucking veteran and, and a rook. You can't take them two guys out with two of the biggest guys in the entire roster. Shall I go on? Really, shall I go on? This right, was a so six. And off the pure fact that as a viewer, casual fan, someone who's just there to watch, yeah, it had interesting segments. It had things to move along. But if you're trying to sell me on buying the pay-per-view next this Sunday, I'd be like, nah. I'll, I'll I'll see the highlights next Monday. Next, excuse me, next Wednesday. Why? Why? When the when the main the death match wasn't even showcased, didn't close oh, the okay. show. The build up for Kenny Omega, and, and let's talk about that. We have about hold five on, minutes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's talk about that. Hold on, because I know I know we our time is running low. I'm gonna just say this though. They did have like a little 10, 15 minute special, right? After Dynamite, they were promoting it on. We're not talking about the special. About the, uh, no, no, no. About the death match and the John Moxley. That is issue. irrelevant. Let's scratch that from, from even forget forget I'm what he just, just said. Forget what you he just said. We're you talking about the two hours of Dynamite. Dynamite. Let's stop bringing let's stop making excuses for them. Let's stop giving them nah, I'm just let's stop giving them ropes. Let's stop giving them ropes to climb back up from their covenant storylines. Let's in. stop giving them rope, bro. You're giving them an excuse. If I did not see Dynamite at 10 and I at, at 8 and I chose to watch NXT and I saw the, the replay, they're not showing me the post-show. They're not showing me the preview show. They're showing me Dynamite, the two-hour programming block that was supposed to be the go-home show that you gave a seven and a half. Come on, it's not a good go, go home show. The the selling point of the you're telling me and that that little segment that we talked about building up the death match didn't even have Kenny Omega in it. They were showing Japanese death matches. No, they were talking about 
why it's so dangerous. <laughs> like, yo, go back. You got go Yeah, back. they did. They I, I don't have to go back. I watched the show live. They talked about the death match, yes, but they showed clips of Japanese death matches. No, there was maybe seconds. a few, maybe a few seconds of their little death match from a year ago. That's it. But where was Kenny the champion? <laughs> where was where was where was John Moxley? I'm not where were they? They've been so honestly, busy. Honestly, they've been so busy with Japanese. And, and honestly, and, I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put it out there right now. The fact that Kenny wasn't in this episode made me rank this episode higher. He's been a sore point. He's been a sore point. On, I, I can see that. So I can see know. why. I can see why he says that because he's been a sore point. He's been a sore point. Yo, his so championship run so far has been so, is more, right? <laughs> his championship <laughs> run has been so convoluted. With with defending the New Japan title for for the, the good brothers for the elite for the young bucks all this bullshit but we didn't get John Moxley and Kenny Omega face to face but like one time that I agree with they should have at least had a face off the press conference bullshit should have been Moxley and, and, and Kenny that I actually yeah. agree with this shit was not Other a good go home this shit was not a good go home show it was a six it was a six. It was a regular show. It was not special. You could put a title in front of in, in the, the back. You could put a title in the back oh, of that dynamite okay. and, and, and call it like, and it could still be a regular ass show. This is my only argument to that because I know our time is short right now. My only argument is the matches that actually did matter was fire though. Like the right, the, the but the, is that fair? Is that fair to everything rate? else was mostly promos? Okay, so, so, so they were like five minute matches. So for bro, an example, for an example, hold on, hold on, let me get it off, bro. For an example, if I go to McDonald's and I only like one thing on the menu, everything is hot garbage. Is that franchise fire? Oh my goodness! Any no, any any place. That's not a good analogy, bro. Try another. How one. that's not a how that's not a good analogy. If you could go to any restaurant and only one item on the whole entire menu is good, is that a a, a is that an A restaurant? Is that's that a high class restaurant? No. I mean, that's based on your opinion, though. In but in general, in anything, anything you you could put. If they give you, if, all right. Nine segments, let's say, right? How many segments was in this show? About nine, ten segments, good. right? Like if only three good. out of ten is good, that's, if three that's out of ten thing. is good, and three out of ten only segments, makes sense, bro. There was mass segments too that was irrelevant, or they were trash. Like, bro, the only thing that 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 mattered on this show was the FTR shit that has nothing to do with Revolution. Granted. Which was the, the which, eliminated tournament, which, if I'm not mistaken, isn't even that's not happening at Revolution Sheeta versus Ryu, right? Yes, it is. That's the is point. it? It yeah. is okay. So that one. makes sense. So those are the two things that happened. Good that match. That match. The, the Tully segment. 
and Shaq, which is has nothing to do with revolution. And then everything two else, those, bro. Two out of those three fire segments that we agreed made the show worth it. Don't two out of three of those don't even matter for revolution. How is this a good go home show? What do you so and we're back after the technical difficulty? We're running over time. We have to bring it back real quick. Oh, we gotta do overtime. Who wants to answer that question? How is this a good go home show? It's not. He said, he said, right, that four out of the the, the eight matches that we have are heavily, I didn't say that. What you I tell me exactly what you just said. I said two matches and three segments, right? Cody Rhodes. That was a that was a great part. That was a great part of, of, of this of this show, right? The Cody Rose shit. Yeah. Next segment, Pac, Phoenix, in a squash match that should have been on on dark. We're not worried about that. The inner That's circle press conference. That story's been trashed, been convoluted. The beginning of it was funny. The end of it, trash. Trash. We're still at one. Right. Especially yeah. with the barbed wire death match that. Didn't really showcase Kenny or Mox pretty much at all. One. That's the ball. ball We're wide. still at one. FTR and Tully versus Jurassic Express. That's that's where we get to. Right? That's where we finally get to. We're already more than halfway through the show, FYI. Continue, brother. Right? Because that, that match incorporated the whole segment with the with the four horsemen, etc. Maybe you want to count Paul White showing up, but it was nothing special. Nah, nothing's crazy. The AW Women's Eliminator match. Two. Two for me. Go ahead. Right. Which counts for Sunday, because that's where I'm counting. I'm counting that's three. I counted it. That's three. There's three segments, including matches. Three segments, including nah, matches. The FTR shit yeah, don't matter. The uh, FTR shit don't matter. But it doesn't matter, but it was a good segment. But look, okay, two out okay, of the... Okay, that's okay. why I said... My previous statement was two out of the three that we mentioned don't matter for revolution. That's Cody. The go home show. Cody. That's what I'm FTR. I'm counting all the wins tonight. Cody, FTR, the women's eliminator, right? Don't have nothing going on. The only match that that impacted revolution, right? But they don't have nothing going on for Sunday. The Taz, the Taz situation, trash. Trash. And I explained that. I won't get into detail. The Max Caster versus 10 was a squash match. I'm not counting that. No, but... Well, it wasn't a squash match. It was a quick match that got interfered. That counts for Sunday. But was it good? No, but... That was fire to you? No, 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 no. The match so, was like I said, to three wins. Let's move on. I mean, uh, the on. match three was seven to over time. Three wins only so far. Now we're at Miro's promo. Now we're at Matt Mark uh, Matt Hardy and John Silva, and we just explained how that how that went down. Three wins and how many segments, bro? That this wasn't was not good. a good fucking go home show. It's five. So the pain. You know what? I'm going back to five. <laughs> it was not a good go home show. I rest my case. We can do this all day. With that being I mean, said. Crackers. EA, where can they find you? Yeah, I know where y'all can find me. I'm on Twitter. 
gotta move it along, Ethiopia. brother. Gotta... I guess he shut me down. I ain't even get to get my bars off. What bars are left? You like, agree to yo, everything I just send, said. This week, send your hate mail to him now. Like, <laughs> yo, wrap that shit up, B. For real, focus, yeah, bring wrap, it wrap it up, box. Wrap it up. Yo, Twitter. You can find focus. Where can they find you? At Senshi underscore Muyo. And you know, animal crackers. You could uh we not they not sponsor yeah, animal us. crackers. Scratch yeah. that from scratch that they don't sponsor us. <laughs> you can find <laughs> me and you can find us collectively at Kfab Avenue on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook. Join the group, join the conversation as heated as it can be. Um, join the conversation, like, share, and subscribe on the YouTube. Speaking of subscribe, hit that support link on Anchor, hit that support link on Apple on all streaming platforms. Um, you can find us at Kfabe Avenue. So subscribe, keep the lights on, keep this Kfabe Avenue train moving. You see I have it. been Kfabe AJ. That has been E.A. and Kfabe Focus. This has been the Dynamite Wrap Up, and this has been Kfabe Avenue. That being said, since Kenny was absent on this show, maybe he got to show up to take us home. Bye. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And good night, bad!